This episode of MMA Nuts is brought to you by Liquid Web. Save 33% off VPS hosting with code VPS33OFF. Freshly, first time users get 20 bucks off the six meal plan with code GWN639. Tire Buyer, get tires shipped to an installer of your choice. Save 7% off with code MMA Nuts7. Butcher Box, get grass fed meats delivered to your door and get 10% off with code MMA Nuts. Defense Soap, used by more champions in more countries than any other brand. Save 15% off with code MMA Nuts. Hey fans, this is MMA Notes, episode 331! 331! My name is Engel Weigel. Matt Griffith, I'm going to show by my fans, for my fans, walk the line between serious and ridiculous. What's going on? Uh, you know, March Madness is happening. Woo! Go Michigan! Still in the tournament. Villanova! Oh, that's just Too bad, so sad. I liked when they were not good and they would beat people. That's when I was in. Yeah. I don't like the super popular team. Like the room for the underdogs, always. Wisconsin, still in the brackets. Are they underdogs? The bracket busters. Is that, don't even know. And I, think, I think they're a pretty, I think they're underdogs. Okay. But what do I know? Then I'll support them. Go Wisconsin. But not against Michigan. Well, how about the, those two bands? We're going to talk about this before we start. So we go to a bar this weekend, and we see two bands play. We're <laughs> well, in... Wait, wait, wait. Two, two, ba- two bands? Oh, God. You're oversold this. Okay. Well, what are they then? It was an old dude that was like, how tall was he? About 4'2". With a cowboy hat, singing like Johnny, a mix of Johnny Cash and like, I don't even know, some weird Americana bluegrass. Every song sounded exactly the same. Exactly the same. And But they were different songs. And yeah. had this yodely kind of voice, right? Yeah, Bar- yeah. And then uh, randomly would start yelling. <laughs> Yes, and people would clap. I'm like, I have no idea what he's singing. But he was 80, maybe older. Yeah, yeah. So more power to him. And then the second band was your favorite, right? That They were kind of a band. There was two dudes. Chi-Town Duo. Maybe, it's not maybe the worst. It's the worst band I've ever seen perform live. Bar wow. none. Can, can you think of any worse? Performing live? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I kind of wish I didn't know the song, because every song we'd hear, you're just ruining each one. Yes. If the normal song should be sung at this point, we're going to sing them all up here! Mm-hmm. It was oh. like permanently falsetto or something weird going on. It was very country-ish style, yeah. upper singing very high when... You know, they sang everything from Pearl Jam, Guns N' Roses. They had, I mean, what else did we hear? We heard, we heard a lot of good songs. Led Zeppelin. Some things were, yeah. some parts of songs were good, and the guitar playing was on point, I thought was very yeah, good. Yeah. But the singing, it just felt off with the, maybe that's the style. I don't know. You know? I don't know. He cleared the bar out. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> yeah. They filled up, and they're like, oh, we're out of here. But, you know, to, to, to their credit, I mean, they were up there performing. I kind of wish, you know, that maybe that guy's voice, he has a nice voice, but he should just maybe find songs that are suited to his voice or sing in a different key or something because it just, it's awkward, I think, when people sing songs weird like that, you know? Unless you're a superstar, then yeah. I guess it's eccentric, but the whole night, it was like the same voice. <sighs> best of the best. They took the soul from the songs and they yeah. removed it. That's the part I didn't like. Yeah. Well, you can't sit down and sing a fucking song. Yeah, you Unless can. you're playing a guitar. You, you can, and you, yeah, you could, but you, yeah, you definitely, standing is better, definitely better. But you know, hey, these things happen in banding. Yeah. Just like in MMA. Yeah. The drunk people really enjoy them, so. Good oh, yes. Those guys. Some wasted people at the bar, not yeah. us. Yeah. 
we're like a one-two beer kind of a crowd. <laughs> real exciting. Go us. Yeah. But uh, we, you know, it's good. It's good to get out. We should do that more often. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, what is happening in the MMA world? Well, last week we missed the show, so we were back. Mm-hmm. We had Kevin Kelvin Gastelum versus his Vitor Belfort. You see the pictures of Belfort, the yes. 2012 to 2017. Mm-hmm. Someone got the HIV or contracted the HIV in the process. I don't know. But Calvin just, you know, Vitor had his flashes during the fight, but Calvin just kind of destroyed him. And why does Calvin seem to be on the Cakewalk Tour now or the Legend Killer Tour? So destroys Vitor Belfort. Mm-hmm. Now he gets to fight Anderson Silva coming up here. He does. How do you feel about that matchup? I don't like it. I don't like... Well, I think it's going part back to the UFC is disrespecting all the legends in the sport. And, mm-hmm. you know, the only... Well, Bellator seems to be the one that treats him right. Like, you you match up a Ken Shamrock versus a Hoist Gracie. Here in the UFC, we match up a BJ Penn versus a Yair Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Vitor Belfort versus the Kelvin Gastelum. So let's have the... Young lion destroy the old lion. Right. So, I don't like this kind of matchmaking. No, it seems unfair. Um, yeah, I don't know what the reasoning is behind that. I mean, I guess maybe they're trying to build Kelvin up, and he is a potential up and coming guy. He's been around a while, but he's just under the radar with all the weight cut issues and stuff mm-hmm. he's had. So maybe they're trying to welcome him to this division by going through Anderson Silva, but. I mean, he's got power to knock Anderson out. He could. I don't know if he's got the skill level, technically, to, to hang with him. But I'm not a huge fan of this. There, there is, how, however, that Matt Hughes hoist Gracie thing potentially happening, which yeah. is more a lot. That's more my speed. I don't know how you feel like. Well, yeah. he, you know, he. I didn't like the t- the first time those guys fought, and he beat the piss out of Royce or Hoist. <laughs> I still have that Sorry. picture in my mind. You know, and, yes, <sighs> it wasn't that, like. You know, yeah. Of, yeah, and, and he good. almost renege choked him too. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you fucking disrespect jujitsu yeah. and submit Hoyce Gracie because that is blasphemy to be doing that in UFC. I don't give a fuck who you are. You can't do the man a disservice like that. But I'm okay with Matt Hughes coming back and he said he wanted to go to Bellator because over there, you know, he's going to fight someone of similar status. Right. And age. You're not going to pit him up against fucking. Uh, MVP or someone who's going to destroy him, you know. That would be crazy. MVP versus <laughs> Matt Hughes. Oh, my God. Or do uh, the Josh Koscheck rematch. And they show Koscheck, you know, KOing him. But Hughes might be able to beat him now. Who knows? Yeah. Johnny Eyetwish. Yeah, he's, I feel so <laughs> bad for gonna him. you're going to do is hit him in the eye. His and... eye's all messed up all the time. It's you're going to win. Him and Bisbing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we're in a weird stage. Everybody's looking for that, you know, thing that's going to sell some pay-per-views because all the big stars are busy. There's, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's, they're either not fighting or suspended or injured or Cain Velasquez, you know, the, he's like, I'm freaking Sam, uh, Sam Jackson and Unbreakable. The old tin man, you know, glass, glass body. I, everything is constantly broken on that guy. I mean, maybe because of the training or the whatever's going on over there, but everything is in limbo. Connor needs to come back, and apparently he's busy having babies and maybe fighting Mayweather. So, mm-hmm. what are they? What, what what are they to do? They have to try something. 
Sell some well, I think th then they do the match. You do Jacare versus Robert Whitaker. Isn't that gonna sell tickets? No, it makes total sense. <laughs> total <laughs> like, sense. He just fought Tim Boach in uh, another fight. I'm like, why are we doing this matchup? Now let's pit him against Robert Whitaker. Here's a guy that should be fighting for the title mm -hmm. and or should be rematching Luke Rockhold yeah. while he's waiting for this GSP Michael Bisbing bullshit. And then Yol Romero, like, we've just completely fucked the whole middleweight division. Oh, yeah. And it got to the point with Jacare where he said, you know, if I'm sick of waiting for the title, I'm just going to retire and open a school and teach jujitsu mm -hmm. and easily have 400 students like that. He could, yes. Absolutely. The wizard, man. It's up up in the air. Him and Damian Maya, best jujitsu in MMA right now. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know who would win that fight. Maybe Jacare because he's bigger. If it's strictly, strictly grappling, I think it would depend gi or no gi. Yeah. I think Damien wins in the gi, and Jacques Ray probably wins no gi. But I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I would. That is something I would like to see. They should do that. That would be a super fight. I want to see yeah. like Eddie Bravo put on or something. Yeah, and I would like you know? to see Damien go back into some of these competitions. Yes. You know, if they're not going to give him the title shot, which they're never going to. Nope. Why not get into some of these submission only tournaments yeah. and be awesome. fucking run through some of these guys? Yeah, because there's a rumor I read that Eddie Bravo's looking to buy Metamoris or something. He wants to buy out their... <laughs> yeah, like it's something it's about those things. Idea. Just grab all their contracts and, and do his EBI, whatever yeah. they're on right now. Um, well, he seems to be doing successful. They had that combat uh, <laughs> yeah. jiu-jitsu where it kind of looked... I didn't watch all the matches in detail, but it kind of looked like a slap fest at... Yes. Points like I'm gonna slap you. No, I'm gonna slap you, <laughs> and we're just slapping each other. I like, guess palm strikes, Weird. guys. Let's fucking strike. Yeah. So, but it, I think it's also like the first time you give the ability to someone to swear, and what do they do? Like, oh, motherfucker, crack sucker, digging, blah 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 blah. So throwing some racist shit in there too. But you're like, hey, right. just take it easy. You don't need to be <laughs> going off the rails right there. Why not? So it's the same thing I feel with the, he introduced a little strike, so they went a little over, but. Yeah. Hey, at least they're trying something different. They are. They are. Um, oh, we were just talking about Conor McGregor. I want to talk about yeah. this. Winner Learn. This is a, a book that Matt gifted me for my birthday. Thank you again. Yep. And it was quite the read. Um, initially, I was kind of, the writing style is, is a little bit long-winded at times, but it's actually very technical and thorough, and he explains things very well of John Kavanaugh, of his up-and-coming days, I mean, the guy literally has an—he has an engineering degree and decided, I don't want to do that. I'm opening a gym, and he's just started in some weird, dinky, like garage thing, and out of nowhere built the Irish MMA business, you know, from nothing to now. I think SBG has uh, 700 or 800 students or something wow. crazy, um, and multiple schools. And um, but there's some cool stuff in here that I really enjoyed reading, which is the perspective of the corner when it comes to a fighter, things that we don't think about. I was trying to tell you last yeah. night, I couldn't remember quite well, but now... So basically, there was a fight with Gunnar Nelson where, where Kavanaugh could tell that Gunnar was off. Something was off with him. He was having some personal problems, and as they're walking out, he sees, like, something's wrong with his fighter. He, something's not right. So his whole strategy in that fight, because he knew Gunnar was... There was no chance he was going to win. Like, he, he's mentally just not there, was to get him to the end of it unscathed as much as possible so some of the advice he was giving in between rounds would, would would be like what the fuck like he's telling him he's winning and just keep doing what you're doing you know get the takedown it's all good you know pull guard stuff like this stuff that we give have definitely said i'm not saying 
Edmund is a genius. Well, okay, <laughs> I know where you're going. Come on, this. Coach Edmund. No, no, no. Maybe ahead of the game. No, no, and no. We're just way behind the. Don't time. drag his nasty stuff into this. This is this is more. Th mm. This is definitely. Uh, so it was cool because you know I, I got I got a chance to kind of get into his head, and he really cares about his fighters, and he was saying that he would rather have his fighters be 100% mentally ready and 70% physically than the other way around. Because when you're when when you're not in the game with your head it's a big problem in the sport and a lot of crazy things happens and you know guys you talk there's a lot of cool stuff in there about you know guys having adrenaline dumps and how it the legs feel heavy when you come out mm -hmm. initially because of it's like a fight or flight thing where all everything goes to your legs somehow you know the the, the adrenaline and things like that i don't know if you experience, remember experiencing that no a lot of guys say that that's a thing um but i think you got to be mentally ready if yeah. you had like done the preparation like i did mine and I was in the zone going out there. Oh yeah. So I was like, "Fuck it, world beater." Whatever, <laughs> whatever happens is gonna happen. Yeah, uh, and of course, there's a lot of stuff in here about Connor, which, uh, you know, uh, the way he explains it is Connor is just a gamer and he doesn't care who he fights, and that's kind of the impression we always got. Mm -hmm. Where you know, I said so many guys pull out, and you know, there was a one time he called, I think, the Dos Anjos fight when he got pulled, and they were like, "Dos Anjos is is out." Oh no, it was Aldo the first time. Sorry. And Mendez came in. He's, he was sleeping, and he calls him. Apparently, Connor doesn't get up before one in the afternoon. It's like he's <laughs> notorious for training at weird hours, like three, three in the morning, whatever. And he's like, "I don't give a fuck. They're all the same." Hangs up the phone, goes back to sleep. Just kind of doesn't care. Um, and there's a lot of entertaining stuff about the Aldo fight. Just how he just, man, decimated him in the in the PR and the just all the press kind just totally worked that guy. And I remember we talked about that Aldo fight too. Mm -hmm. How I mean, he just Mayweathered him. He just totally just dragged him through the mud. And, and he stole his belt at the one press conference. Twice, yeah. The one and then again, like in Ireland or something crazy. And Aldo is just like, this guy's crazy. And then when he won that one fight, he jumps over. Yes. into the crowd. He confronts the family. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And Aldo's laughing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's crazy. So um, it's, a good, it's a good read. And, and it gives you a kind of a perspective from... Um, did you? Did, I'm trying to remember. Did Greg Jackson write a book similar or no? He didn't, did he? No, he's got. He wrote a book, but it was I more technical, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was more movie. Like here, he he broke down a lot of the moves, but he also got into how he looks at preparing for a fight. So he's going, is this guy fighting in his hometown or not? And how okay. does he react? Yeah, when he fights there. Is he? too crazy because he get too amped up mm -hmm. and he's got a whole criteria of how he prepares for a fight and the things that he looks at when he's trying to prepare a fighter mm -hmm. so it hit, yeah his was super technical yeah and it, uh, the impression i got from this and from reading some of the other books in the past about mma and just trainers in general i think they're really good analytically like mm -hmm. they're probably engineer mathematician types that the are shane just, carwin yeah, they're just in the wrong, they're not the wrong field, but in, in not in those fields because you have to s plan everything so detailed, you know, with, and know your guys' strengths and weaknesses, you know, as far as training goes. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's cool. I, I don't know. I, I, like, I like reading about the behind the scenes stuff like this. And it's going to make me not yell at the corner man when I hear crazy instructions. Well, because, <laughs> except that man. It, it's something that we never considered before right. because we always hear that and I go, why the fuck are they telling this guy this? Yeah. Like, you need to be honest with them. And then hearing that, it makes total sense. Like, oh, so you know he can't win. He's trying to keep so, him safe. Right. Yeah. I, okay, Don't get I get KO'd, it. You know? I've never heard anybody 
talk about it that way before. Yeah, and I think I have a, I had a, until now I had a huge disconnect with how much time the, the two people spend together. Yeah. Trainer and fighter, you're talking about thousands of hours. I mean, spend a thousand hours with anybody, you know somebody real well. You know, so I'm sure this guys like this, they can tell by how you move, how you blink, how your facial expression exactly, you know, what mm-hmm. where you're at. So it's cool stuff. Um, MMA is such a, it's such a detailed yet such a, you know, it's the sport is so crazy because it's still evolving too. So I, I'm curious where it's going to be in five, 10 years as the rules keep changing and new fighters come in and you got different training style. Everyone's not going to less sparring. That was a big thing in there too. Yeah. They don't spar. The, the the two weeks before the fights, they don't spar at all. They're all about calisthenics and keeping loose. And I think that's movement. That, yeah, we gotta get the movement. Edo guy came in. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Sorry. What else do you got news wise? Anything? I'm sure there's. A yeah, lot. there was an, another Vitor Belfort thing. He, you know, he said he's gonna have one more fight and then he wants to retire. He said he wants to fight CM Punk for his retirement fight. Vitor Belfort. Yeah. Are you okay with Vitor? Versus CM Punk. Uh, no. Why? What? <laughs> Why not? Someone needs to be retired. You could retire two people in one fight. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so okay with that fight. Wait a second. Time out. <laughs> Come on, what go. fucking commission is going to sanction that? F- Are you kidding Nevada me? Nevada State no Athletic way. Commission? A guy who's had one professional fight was a killer who has fought the best of the best for decades. Right. And had F- the belt... And the Vitor Belfort era, do you not remember that, sir? The flying kicks and everything else. And he knocked out so many people right. against a guy who's had one professional fight. Right. No way. I think he will murder him. <laughs> of <laughs> course. Like, well, be... let's, let's set this up. Oh, Come on. God. Let him man go out on top. The fight lasts 12 seconds, if Who that. Who cares? Eight seconds, Who maybe. Who cares? Dude. Maybe CM Punk will come in hot again. <sighs> I don't know. That's so crazy. I love it. It'll, it'll be the biggest destruction in MMA history. I, I, I think it literally it could lead to a death. Oh, I, that's blasphemy. He's think not going to kill Vitor him. Vitor is going to juice to the gills. He gives no fucks. He's retiring, and he's fighting somebody that doesn't matter. He just wants to put on a good performance. We all know he takes PEDs. It's not like a secret. Right. So, you know. No, I, CM Punk would be crazy to take that fight. And if they sanction that, I, I, I've well, lost Well, if he was a man, he would take the fight. Oh, jeez. If okay. you're, wait, <laughs> here it is. Here. If you're a real fighter, uh-huh. you'll take the fight. Oh, my. I, 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 okay, I respect Vitor Belfort, but shame on you, sir, no. for calling him out. Shame on you. The, the, I, I, you know better than, come on, seriously. I'm, I'm so for this. That's not right. I'm so for this because I feel... Uh-huh. Like, a CM Punk, if he needs to be considered a real fighter, then fight a Vitor Belfort. Fight a legend in the sport. I think this is the exact opposite of what we were talking about before, where how do you treat legends? <laughs> you know, usually you feed them to the young, upcoming per- person, but, yeah. like, now let's do the opposite and have the legend fight a guy with one fight. This is exactly it's like you were just discussing... Gary V never letting his kid t- win at anything. This is like the same thing. This would be just dad fucking around with his son and just killing him. I don't but have a problem with that. What if CM Punk wins that fight? Well, good for him then. <laughs> then he'll be, be a crazy. champion, right? Probably. He'll hoist him I think you retire at that point. Don't fight again. You, you, yeah, you, you're you, never going to get anything <laughs> better than that. Just go out on that win. I'm good. One and one, beat Vitor Belfort. Go me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done.
And then the other thing Vitor was talking about is he was talking about they should start a Legends League in the UFC. Mm -hmm. I, I thought he said something about changing the glove sizes too, and I don't know Make if bigger. He, I don't know if he was talking bigger, smaller, bare knuckle, but why can't they do that? I think we talked about that in the past, like a Legends League, or mm -hmm. but that goes back to the point of how how do we treat the legends? Like let's be respectful, and if you have a Legends League, and maybe it's if you're over a certain age, I mean you could. Probably just make the heavyweight division the Legends League since fucking everybody's goddamn near forty at this point. Mm -hmm. But why not? You know, hmm. I mean, I don't think it Do you works. Change the rules at all? You could, but I don't know if it works in the UFC because of all the fucking drug testing. Right. Like, let's just be honest and say it only works in Bellator because you're only gonna get the drug testing at the time of the event. Uh, and I feel these older guys are gonna need some shit. Mm -hmm. Like, look at the like we we're talking the picture from 2012 Belfort to 2017. It's just night and day. I mean, maybe he doesn't have to go that crazy, but you have to it's 1800 or something. But but, it, but if, if, <laughs> oh, oh everyone's God, gonna be on a level playing field yeah. over there. I mean, they are in the UFC, but the quality is just I, I, this new Vitor hurts my feelings. Like the body. We don't have that to was, live like this anymore. I, I will say it again. I think that was the greatest era in MMA for a short sure. period of time. The Vitor Belfort TRT era. It was crazy, man. There was everybody was juicing up to the gills. He was just on fire doing he's he's making technical leaps and bounds at like thirty-eight. Right. It, it was just insane. And knocking people out like crazy. And then they had to ruin it all right. and take it all away from us. Because his body wasn't holding them back at that. It's no. the knowledge and the experience, and yep. uh, I got a fucking 19-year-old's body, a 19-year-old on some shit, mm -hmm. 1,500 <laughs> Sure. Get on the gear. Go crazy, Get man. Get crazy. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I just, I worry about his safety. CM Punk, that is. I don't want to see that. I'm still in for this. Okay. So, the other thing I saw... So real sports have this this segment on cockfighting. It was fucking Little real chickens. Yeah, yeah, the it was real entertaining. Yeah, so they were talking to. I believe these gentlemen were in Oklahoma and they're raising all these cocks to fight, and they were saying in one weekend just on the betting for these that they could win anywhere from fifty thousand to ninety thousand dollars in one weekend wow. just by having like eight to ten cockfights. Wow. Based on how... how the how, promoters you're talking about. The, no, the guys who were raising the chickens. Oh, wow. the, the breeders and whatnot. And it was interesting to show because they were they're training them and whatnot. And when they go to competition, they, they put little spikes or some put like razors on their arms. And then they fucking fight to the death when they get out there. Right. And this is illegal in all 50 states, it's by illegal? the way. It's illegal? Illegal. Oh, I was going to say, it should be illegal. But these guys were talking to real sports. They didn't go, fuck, because in some of the states, this isn't one of those things where they actively go after the guys. They're just kind of like, we know it's legal, but it's a fucking chicken at the end of the day. You know? <laughs> and, and I think I think that, that cracked me up the most was just seeing how appalled Brian Gumbel was at this. Like, I can't believe that these people are letting the chickens fight to the death because <laughs> the topper on this is that, that they follow the police. And when the police come and bust an operation, you know what they do with all these cocks? They kill them. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, uh, Why do they so, kill them? Because they're so aggressive? Or yeah, what? because they can't reintegrate them into any other society. They just kill everybody. 
Right. So, hmm. what kind of life is that for these? I, I call them chickens instead of keep calling them cocks. But anyway, so what kind of life is it for these chickens? You know, wouldn't you rather be able to fight to the death versus being just fucking straight put up to put to the death? Well, maybe it's like that Thai prison rules. If you, what happens if you win a bunch of fights? They let you they set the man free. Or set <laughs> the chicken ten free, fights and right? then the chicken gets to go graze. So, so looking at that, I'm like, I'm kind of okay with this. Like, I'm kind of really? okay with the fucking chickens fighting each other. I don't like it because of the all, the razors and I don't know. It just it's to me it seems a bit barbaric, but I can see why it's popular. I do know people who actually participate in this stuff, and and I never went to one. I've been asked, but. Uh, I just, I don't know. Um, it's, it's not for me. It just seems weird. Yeah. It, they showed in Puerto Rico it's actually legal. And this shit is like the Thunderdome out there. They oh, showed yeah. where you have the fighting pit for the two chickens. And then they have this glass container that holds the two chickens. And then it goes out to the top of the arena. Then comes down and drops down and then opens up. And then they fucking go at it. That's some sweet shit. I like some Thunderdome shit. Can we get that with like midgets or little people? <laughs> midgets fighting. See, fucking... this is what happens. It starts with chickens, and then next thing you know, we got midgets fighting. I'm okay with this. To shit. the death. Yes! Thunderdome! <laughs> okay. We don't need another hero. Yes, we do. We need <laughs> more than one hero. We need a lot. Something, man. I, don't know. I, I you know, I guess. But the, the, the other topper is I used to know, I used to work with a woman whose dad lived in Puerto Rico, would train the chickens to fight, and he would put them on fucking PEDs. <laughs> Hence, it goes all back to PEDs, man. It's more aggressive. How do you get on the top of the game? You're on the shit. PEDs. Eat some of these PED'd up seeds. Yeah. Be shitting out bricks of TRT. It's okay. From the chicken TRT. And then you can eat them. You can I'd rather fight to the death than be put to the death. I agree there. That's how I see it. But... I believe the chicken doesn't have a choice either way, and that's fucked up. It's a fucking chicken. My favorite animal, by the way. You like, yeah. eat, you're eat like everything. The, you're like the egg, breast, whatever. You you love your chickens. That's mm -hmm. true. Um, I want to show you this. There, <laughs> oh, here it is. So there's a double KO okay. that I just saw. It's coming in a second. I haven't seen one of these Ooh, in a while. Fuck. Look at this. They're both out. I think the guy against the cage wins. Oh, that guy back up his feet, though. What what I uh, the question? So who won that fight? Well, that's what the question I have for you is. is I believe this is an error in, in refing. Okay, the mistake. So the 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 both guys are basically knocked out. The fight should be over at that point. Yeah, and it should be called a no contest or a draw. I don't know what the official ruling. It's should a double be. knockout. It should be a draw. But this dude won apparently. Uh, so you can't have that. So I'm not sure. You know how you feel about that. You see it again in slow motion. Ding. You missed two right hands, it was right, yeah, two right, and then punk. Oh. Yeah, they're both out. He's out on the one in the but middle, but he's not game. paying attention. The ref's not looking at the, both guys. The air and refing, yeah, but you know what's going to happen the winner is going to stay the winner, unfortunately, because every single time we have an appeal, what happens? Nothing, right? <laughs> we, there's <laughs> no <happens>. fault. <laughs> No matter how egregious it is. See? Bullshit. Winner is the winner. Woof. Okay, I'm a little concussed. Fucked up too. <laughs> his, no, his nose is so jacked. Let me forward this to you. Yes. Um, I just don't agree with the whole thing. It, it's a poor refing job, I, I would have to say. Well, I, it's almost like we need to have 
another ref or someone on the outside looking in that can overrule what's going on in there because I feel like the refs are too close to the action sometimes. Yeah. You're not seeing the whole picture even though you're right in it. I feel like you're too in it and you need someone else that can kind of oversee and overrule. I know I've been watching a lot of hockey lately and you know, anytime there's a, a questionable play, they have someone else looking at it. So you have the refs, but you also have, uh, I forget, they go like to the home office or somewhere, and there's someone else that's like looking at the play to mm -hmm. kind of give the guidance of what should be happening. I feel like we should be having the same thing in MMA. Someone mm -hmm. should be looking out and going, hey, what the fuck? Well, these guys are knocked out. This, this is not going to fly. Or the Holly Holm versus Jermaine Durandamy. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck? The two illegal shots? Like, no. This fight, yeah. it's a no contest. If anything, they should at least do it for title fights. There should be an extra, like, a review person. Sure, we need an there. extra set of eyes. Yeah. Someone that can overrule what's going on in the, in the cage. Because mm -hmm. we're having too many mistakes. It should Seems be like us, we're getting... man. No. The clicker. <laughs> I'm lynched. just gonna uh, fucking charge the fence up with some juice. <laughs> okay. Anytime they get on the fence, eek, eek, little spikes under there. That might too work. much non-action. Spike. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, Daniel Cormier is a little upset about the poster for UFC 210, mm -hmm. and it's reminiscent of the whatever. Did we just talk about a poster for UFC one. Uh, the fucking 81. Woodley one, the yeah. 209. The 209. Yeah. But, you know, look at this Cormier versus Johnson 2 poster. He's crying about that. Cormier is. But it's so similar to, the, I think, one of the best posters ever with the GSP versus Diaz. The same fucking exact thing. Just because I'm not the center of attention? What is wrong with the poster? You have the fucking belt over your shoulder. You're obviously the champion. I believe Cormier has little man syndrome. He's like, he's bigger. He looks bigger to me in the poster, and I can't have that. <laughs> you got to make me bigger, make him smaller, because it's not cool. Probably. Um, it is kind of looks weird. I, I don't know. It, I like this one better, because it's more... It's the Jaws. Yeah. Coming to get but you. This one is kind of does look like Johnson's like just going to beat the shit out of Cormier, because he's big. I don't know. Well, let's see Could what it, happens. Maybe, maybe Cormier is racist against, <laughs> against this black man. <laughs> Could be. It's black man racism. You can't have the black on black crime rampage. That's right. Um, I don't know. It's a freaking poster. Who gives a shit? Well, everyone's so complainy as the champions in the UFC. Just who cares? Does that is the poster really going to affect anything? I blame Tyron Woodley. It's his fault. <laughs> he's, he's setting a, a poor example yes. for the rest of the UFC champions. I am champion. the worst treated champion in UFC history. Really? Mm. It's only been around 23 years. Are you sure you're the worst treated one? We'll probably name some other ones. Mm -hmm. Him and Sylvia. Yeah. Uh, got anything else? Yeah, a whole bunch. You? Hey, I'm good. Uh, the, the California State Athletic Commission is proposing some new weight cutting proposals, changes to their program. Oh, yes. There's a couple key points to pull out. They said, firstly, you're possibly going to increase the financial penalty for missing weight and potentially adding a license suspension. Ooh. They're going to do requested weight class certified as safe and healthy by the licensing physician on the licensing physical. Mm -hmm. Random weight checks in the field for licensed athletes. And then mandatory weight class restrictions for fighters who miss weight. Oh, wow. 
So, okay. so you miss weight, you got to force, you're <laughs> forced yeah. up in weight. Fuck yeah. Wow. And then, I mean, the UFC's kind of been doing that lately. I mean, Gashlum did twice. Like, he did the, you know, miss at 170. Okay, you're fucking going up to 185, and then they let him come back down again, miss again. Like, okay, you're 185 again, but it makes sense, no? Like, it seems like they're going the right direction. Yeah, and, and it seems like whatever California is up to, it, it eventually kind of starts to trickle down around. You know, that they were they were the first to do the early weigh-ins, weren't they? Was it California? I believe so. Yeah. So. They were kind of pushing, and, and that's why I like what's going on out there with uh, Andy Foster leading the charge. Just mm -hmm. Nevada's not the Mecca. Nevada's not leading anything. They're just where all the fights are happening. Yes. But that's seems like it could change any time too so you never know i i like what california's up to and it ain't that far from nevada um i'm i'm a big fan of anything that's going to keep the fighters safer mm -hmm. because i don't think what's going on right now is in anybody's best interest and it was just getting worse and worse and finally although it's diluting the product in some ways and well there's an adjustment period i'm hoping it eventually irons itself out and I'm still not clear because you asked this question, I think, last year or the show mm -hmm. before, why some fighters are are still missing weight when it's early weigh-ins. Like, what, you know, you, you should be able to make the weight still, but maybe just errors in how you, you know. Well, I think part of what is happening now is the UFC is stepping in, mm -hmm. and they're telling them, they're kind of monitoring their weight when they get there. Remember when they show up for fight week, I don't know how early they get there, maybe four days in advance? Yeah. UFC has them step on the scale, so they they may be seeing fuck. You are twenty pounds over right now. Yeah, and I think Giant they're handles. kind of monitoring the weight loss, and they're seeing okay a day before, and you still have fifteen pounds to lose. We're we're calling it off. We're not going to let you cut any more weight, and I think that's what's happening in some of the cases. And it yeah. may not even be fifteen; it may be five the day before or whatever. And they're, the UFC is waving the red flag like, hey, mm -hmm. you're out, you're out. And that's why you see these guys missing weight by a larger amount, too. It's not like, oh, you missed by a pound. These guys are missing by, like, four, five, eight, yeah. <laughs> 12. <Right. laughs> it's right. been up there. It's crazy. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, there was another story that was in that book. I think it was Gunny Nelson who cut 15 pounds, like, the day of the fight because he fucked up and, I don't know, he, he cut, like, eight pounds a day the night before and then he was going to have a sip of some soda because he was just couldn't you can't eat or drink anything he just yeah. he's a little sip and he ended up drinking like this fucking two liter oh my god and just put it all back <laughs> you know so it is it is, it is really it, the weight cutting procedure is so crazy because they hyper load on water yeah. and then they cut all the water they cut the sodium they cut the food for like the day or two before and that's what they're doing and when you think about it that is absolutely the stupidest thing you could do before it's you so get into dumb. a Physical altercation with someone where they're going to be bashing you in the head. Let me dehydrate myself so I can weaken yeah. me. Right. To the point of death in some cases. Connor at 145. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I like it. I'm a yes. fan. Go California. You got my vote. You're damn right. Okay. Last thing I have. The internet's pretty funny. So I don't know who posted this one, but there's a uh, Pornhub thing and... There's a picture of Misha Tate and Mickey Gall. It's sexy MILF educates lucky young stud. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> I love these little Pornhub things when they post the yeah. UFC type fighters. So. I like it. I don't know who's doing that, but. Is it a Twitter account? 
I have no idea. I don't even know where I found that one, but he knows. He won't tell us. Did I'm you porn, find it on, on Pornhub? Porn <laughs> I was gonna say, is it on Pornhub? Apparently, when the Nintendo Switch came out, I want to say that porn traffic dropped by fifteen percent oh, <laughs> like the day that fucker came out. It's yeah. funny how you can see trends, and they 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 always love posting them of when big things are happening. I think like when the Super Bowl happens, you know, porn usage or people looking for porn drops, I don't know, probably fifty percent. Mm-hmm. You, you can never stop looking. Come on, come on. It's evil, Matt. It's the devil. It's the devil of porns. True that. It's only a devil if you let it be, I guess. Well, you can always have too much. Use sparingly. Matt, what's up, man? Not much. What's happening? <laughs> so we just cooked up a little bit of this freshly delivery box. Um, this happens to be grilled flat iron steak. Uh, it also comes with potato hash and cream spinach. Um, what, what do you say, Matt? It's good? Mm. <laughs> Delicious? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is un unusually good because um, you expect something that comes delivered to you in a box. It tastes kind of like it came out of a box. I have flashbacks of like the Hungry Man, you know, type TV dinners. Exactly. Back from when I was a kid. But this is like an upgrade level times a million of this. This is fresh food. Uh, there's a like a four or five day, uh, gotta eat this within that time period. Cause it literally comes fresh and you just throw it in your microwave or you can put it in a toaster oven or oven and you can, you can reheat it that way. And um, it is delicious and healthy too. I mean, this is, if you're on a, Gluten-free thing. Yeah, these are all. Uh, every meal I have is gluten-free. I think they have all sorts of different oh. packages from like six, nine, twelve, fifteen meal plans per week. We, we've got a coupon code for. I think it's off the six plan. I posted twenty code bucks up. off. Mm -hmm. And if you like, we have a friend who likes to order out every single one of his meals. Yes. So, dude, if you're gonna do that, why don't you get on one of these meal plans where you can actually have some healthy food sent to you? and have some meals oh. prepared so you don't have to eat shitty food all the time. Dude, this potato hash is really good. So it's delicious. Check them out. Oh, you want to support us, support the show, get some good food. Freshly.com. Use our coupon code. Save some monies and um, eat some real food. Stop going to get fast food. This is like this is more affordable than McDonald's and it's real food. That's right. And you won't get... I have to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cut that part out. Probably. It's not good. It's actually really good. Wow. Freshly, first-time users get twenty bucks off the six-meal plan with code GWN six three nine. Do some ass nuts, please. Uh, which fighter do you always root for, in spite of a poor record or low ranking? Poor record or low ranking. Um. Hmm. I like me my Mark Hunt. Regardless of where that man is and where his rankings are and how old he gets. I think you're pushing him. 40, 41 now. Yeah. I got to say the Diaz brothers. I haven't checked their mm -hmm. record lately, but I, I think it's in that Randy Couture uh, area. You know, some losses, some wins, but always entertaining. I like being Matt Brown. I don't care wherever yeah. he's at and whatever his rank is, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. My other personal favorite, Thiago Alves. Even though we we don't know what weight class we fight at, is it 55? Is it 70? Mm -hmm. Usada, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. killed him. Remember how jacked up he used to be? 
Yes. Fuck me, man. It's crazy. Oh, Jim Miller's another one, too. I like sure. him a lot. And, and, oh, and Joe Lozon, while we're talking mm -hmm. about it. Those guys are both, you know, in that same realm. So, I, you know, I like guys who, who have potential to, to bring action on fight night. They're not going to run away. and Right. You know, they'll, they'll bring some, some good... Bring Chris Light a lot of retirement. Let him fight back out. I don't think he has a knee anymore. I think that's <laughs> why he matter? retired. His knee is just shot. Does it matter? Yeah. Uh, you kind of need your knees for MMA, Matt. I'll just, I'll just shoot him off. <laughs> okay. Have, he has uh, no, nothing cortisone. in his knee, I think. There's nothing there. It's just bone. Name a brutally honest fact about a fighter that his or her fans may not want to admit. Wow. Yeah, I'll let you go first. Ronda Rousey's dogs love the smell of her vagina. Ah. That's true. She, say she that said that. She said that. I don't know if that fits that. Uh, BJ Penn is not a goat. Ooh, I cannot admit this, man. Hitting me with a belt fact. here. Ouch. Only man who fought in like five weight classes or something, care. right? You don't care? I have to walk off the show now. <laughs> Fuck this thing. I'm not doing the rest of the show. I'm a going on strike. Uh, Brock Lesnar is the greatest heavyweight ever. Yeah, I think people. I th I think you're right about that. It's hard to argue that. He got he got derailed by his little situation, but I don't. I think he'd still be champ if he was healthy. Who the fuck's gonna stop that guy? <laughs> Nobody. He's he's tied for most uh, title defenses at heavyweight. Yeah. Anderson Two. Silva is gay, and he's. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm gonna go. say. I don't know that for sure. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I say that jokingly. No, because, you don't. Know, because you, the Brazilians don't like the don't like the gays, uh, you, right? No, Gara. The gays. The gays. <laughs> um, GSP's gay. Since we're on the topic, but maybe, maybe I always thought he was. He always had that dude in his corner. Yeah. I thought there was that look. Him and Rory. That look. No, not not Rory. There was another dude, like a big dude in his corner. I always thought like he was his little buddy or. Ah. GSP was that guy's little buddy. <laughs> I gotta do things. I can't fucking. I can't do the GSP voice. I've been trying. I, I think you should I practice. Can't get it. You gotta practice. It sounds Mexican. It doesn't matter. Do it. Go go look up some interviews and I've just tried. practice. I've, I've you can do there. it, man. You can do it. All right. Do I, I, don't have, do I have to practice? Maybe. If he's coming back, some one of us has to has to do it. True. But I don't know. I never practice. <laughs> That's what's sad. Uh, maybe I'll work on it again. Moving right along. Michael Brooks asks, he says, I'm of the belief that belts and titles matter and are the gold at the end of the rainbow for many fighters to strive for, but UFC seems to be making a mockery of this. Is Rogan actually correct when he says, why do we even need belts anymore? Or do the UFC just need to treat the titles with more respect? Uh, I don't really care about the belts. I, I used to, but... Ever since the McGregor era, I think I just want to see good matchups. I just want to see exciting fights. Yeah, and guys go go at it that have uh, you know potential to make magic. You know that that's just interesting. Maybe maybe there's bad blood or there's a hype or there's some skill thing you know that you want to see matched up. The belt is kind of, eh, but they need that for pay per views. And yeah, stuff. I mean, what's the real difference? I mean, five round fight versus the three in some cases. I think the the maybe the coolest thing is just to see the person that wins the belt and their expression of how happy they are when they win it. Look at a Misha Tate when she won the mm -hmm. title from Holly Holm and how enthusiastic she was. Like, oh my god, I fucking finally get the title. Or 
some other people that just like break down and cry like fuck yep. man i've been working for this for so long and it was so hard to get here and now i finally get it i think from that aspect that's where the title matters to me yeah but for everyday matchups i don't give a fuck yeah. i don't give a fuck i just want to see entertaining fights and sometimes i wish a three-round fight could be a five round when when you have such back and forth back and forth and goes through a decision like can we get a couple extra rounds can we get a couple more fan voting we want yes. round four you want four yeah, there's no draws. Just throw a fucking sudden death overtime. We'll see what happens. Uh, Russell McDevitt, Bird Third asked, uh, oh. "Do you think Kelvin Gastelum is getting by easy at 185 by calling out fighters well past their prime?" Uh, maybe a little. Well, it will remain to be seen. I don't know that he's the most technical guy, so Anderson could give him some trouble. I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends. I think I think he he wins that Anderson fight. It's not a cakewalk. Um, hmm. you know, I hope it's not going to be a stalemate. I don't think it's going to be, because I don't feel Kelvin's going to sit back and wait in that yeah. fight. But he is calling out all the legends, and he is getting all the legend fights. So from that aspect, I think he. Getting a little easier path, yeah, versus fighting the other young and up-and-comers. Mm -hmm. And Anderson hasn't been on such a winning record of late. No, he has not. Chris Forrester asks, should they bring in a TRT division with no weight restrictions? Are you fucking crazy? Why are you even asking that? Of course! Of course! Who wouldn't say No rules! That? Pride rules! Fuck it! No weight class, all drugs, all the time. Blasphemy for even asking. Brandon Mason asks, Belfort versus Shogun at light heavyweight. Who wins? Right now? Yeah. Shogun. Of course. And he won his fight the other night. Yeah, I mean. Fucking Shogun. He's back. He's he don't make a run. He's only, the crazy thing is, he's only 35. Yeah, but he Fuck looks about me. 50. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's exciting. I love Shogun, but, you know, I watched this fight and I'm going... There's a lot of technical mistakes happening, you know, just hands down, throwing yes. from. I think anybody who's skilled and able to cover up better and not, not maybe shell-shocked um, by the situation of fighting Shogun probably knocks Shogun out in that situation because he's just super sloppy, and I don't remember him being that way. It's weird. I, I don't know. What happened to the technical Shogun? Well, maybe he's just trying to be a fan pleaser now. I think Machida Kinda stole like his the... soul. Fedor when he fought Fabio Maldonado. <laughs> Here we go. You didn't want to take him down. But the, you got to do it. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yes. yes. His name is Fedor. Pronounced Fedor. <laughs> so you got that down. That's perfect. I love it. Okay. That guy is the best. Yes. Please hire him. Yes. I think that's the dream team. I'm still going to put my money on that. Him and Rogan. I think Rogan could stop oh laughing the whole time. He'd be laughing the whole time. That'd be like, be, I can't so do great. this. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm tired. So I great. Can't do it. Um, and uh, Timothy Shawnabell asks, "Who will beat Connor?" Ooh, that is Floyd Mayweather. Um, well, yeah, the boxing I don't care so much about. Who's gonna beat Connor? I think Connor's gonna bite off more than he can chew, and he's gonna try to go to 85, and he will get destroyed up there. 80, what about 70 fighting the champion? What if he fights uh, Woodley? I thought he said he's going to 85. Oh, that, no, I, I have that. He said he might go. To, he could see himself. You're right. I forgot God, about Woodley. 
Crazy. Fucking. <laughs> 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 GSP. Well. Yeah. Well. well yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna happen. That's but I don't what, feel that's at eighty-five. GSP will be. Uh, GSP is smart. I think GSP beats him. At one seventy. Fuck. I don't know. Maybe at fifty-five. I feel fifty-five is stupid for GSP. I feel seventy is home. Yeah. I don't think Woodley beats McGregor. I don't see that happening. I think it's got to be so a big, big. It's got to be a bigger dude. I think it has to be somebody that either fights eighty five and comes down, like a Nick Diaz, for example, uh, or a GSP that would be fighting. He's fighting at eighty five now. Yeah. If he wins that fight, maybe he comes down and they meet in the middle somewhere. I don't think GSP fights him at one seventy. I think he's well. Gonna... GSP only wants money fights, and you know if he beats Bisbing, the the next person on the agenda has got to be McGregor. Yeah. It's just a matter of where are you going to do it. I don't think it's 185, so it's either got to be 70 or 55. And if Connor's holding the belt at 55, he's probably got to go to 55. If he wants the belt. Yeah, and I, I feel like if he's got the 85 and then he goes down to 55, that's fucking ridiculous, and then go up to 170 and put your stink on that. But this, this fucks up all the divisions in the process. What if... Go ahead. Okay, what if Connor beats Woodley at 170 mm-hmm. and GSP has a belt at 185 and they fight and Connor has four fucking belts in the UFC? Fine. That's pretty crazy, <laughs> Well, man. then they just keep interim belt. I mean, the UFC <laughs> love it because they're like, oh, my God, we get to create 17 more champions. <laughs> like, interim belt, interim belt, interim belt, That's interim crazy. belt. Then Connor never goes back to each division. To it could happen. He could just, as he ages, strip, just keeps cleaning. Interim, strip, interim. Now we'll get more title fights, more title fights. Mm-hmm. Of course. It's insanity. Do you know Turkic ask, how much wood could the woodchuck chuck if the woodchuck could chuck Norris? I feel like he asked this question a couple years Sounds ago. Sounds familiar. It's a good question, though. I just saw Chuck Norris somewhere in a commercial, maybe. I saw something somewhere. I saw him on the Diesel Brothers show. He was doing something. He's buying a truck. Huh. He's like, goddamn, what, 90? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to answer this question other than to say, um, yes. Of course. The Regal Machado close it out. It's time. Pound sign, nuts rule. Pound sign, Matt Rape Train. Pound sign. And go show your daddy. Which one would you stop? 9-11 or the Holocaust, and P.S., you can't choose both. Really? That's a fucking, that's not even a question. Let's see, 6 million people or a couple of thousand? Was it even that many in 9-11? Uh, it was like probably 3,500-ish. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be real easy. i definitely stop the Holocaust. Really? <laughs> Why not? I, actually, I'm stopping 9-11 because, you know, Holocaust happened a lifetime before me. You don't care? I care, but I'm just saying 9-11 set us on this path of we've lost so many personal freedoms because the government has just used that Mm. to say, oh, fuck, we need to spy on everybody. We need to do this and that and take all your freedoms away and blah, blah, blah. I got to go with that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, (laughs) it's one way to look at things, Mm. but I, uh, yeah. Would you rather mentally never age or physically never age? Mentally, I think, would be better. Yeah, well, yeah, because what are you going to do? I don't know. Physically never age. Yeah, I'd say mentally because maybe science can catch up and then keep your body young. 
Yep. It's a, it's a time thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you win in a fight versus Godzilla or King Kong? Uh, I'd say Godzilla. I have a better chance. I got guns. Yeah. Agree. Fuck, Mary kill. WWE edition number three. Trish status. Mm. Oh, whoa. She looks a little bit like Pamela Anderson. Scrolling. Yeah. Oh, well, that's uh, not bad. Lita. Oh, wow. Oh, that's scary. My feed. I figured. And then Stacy Keebler. Oh, yes. See, she got, like, legs for days. I'd marry her. Her legs are, like, bigger than I am. Mm. Um, I'd, I'd probably have to fuck her and kill the first one. The first one looks kind of weird. Yeah, I agree. She looks at... I think she said got an attitude problem. I don't even know that woman. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you if she got an attitude problem. <laughs> I know it. I, I don't like that. I don't like the face. eyebrows. Trish Stannis dead. You're marrying the middle one, are you? Of course. Stacy Keebler fucked. Hard. Lita married. Stacy Keebler. Dark collar. I liked her on Dancing with the Stars. College. I have yeah. some. Okay. We'll get some. Uh, <laughs> shit. Where is it? I hope it's loaded up. Yes. I just saw a video of the... Oh, come on, motherfucker. Pardon my language. I was about to say bad words. Not He's going to say some racist shit. Like the Holocaust? No. The Vietnamese police... Oh, and I got to eat a commercial. Did you see this training regiment they have for no. these dudes? It is the craziest thing you'll ever see. They're smashing bricks. Okay, let me show you some of it. I'll, I'll see if I can get this. This video kind of plays all weird. Okay. Um, We're ready now. We're ready. You're going to have to eat another commercial. Yeah. Vietnam police monster something stuff's happening. So look, they're smashing bricks on the back of people, on the front of people, and now mm-hmm. watch this. They put this dude on some nails, you know? That's actually not that big of a deal. Really? Yeah, because I did that in my physics class. What about this? Watch this. Okay. I'd let someone do that. You would? Get, totally. get the fuck out of here. Because it, it doesn't matter. The bed of nails, because there's so many, it spreads out everything. So it's... They're smashing him with sledgehammers. You might have a holes in your back. That's a really big rock. Usually they do it with a <laughs> cinder block. That is a... Dude, they can't even break this rock. What And what if they, they do? He looks like he's in a little bit of pain. Look at every strike. Oh, I took like, that, Oh, you just broke my arm. <laughs> Put it back on. And he's up. Thank you. Yeah. Light as a board, stiff as a feather. Stiff as a board, light as a feather. They got swords and knives. Oh, you missed that part. They drop knives on these fucking guys. Where is that? I mean, this is the police training. I'm not sure. What what kind of police (laughs) are these guys? They have to walk across. Are they trying to say they're tough? Is that broken glass? Okay, they're great. They're tough. Can that's, they fight? That's smart. Yeah, you know. They can do the training, but they're going to be severely <laughs> handicapped. You're only going to have a desk job for life, sir. It's bizarre, dude. Shit okay. with swords. So now we have a samurai sword. If this know. doesn't cut you in half, you're totally in our group. Look at Cut my watermelon in half. Now we're going to lay you on it, and this guy's going to chop a block of wood on your dick. And good. And scene. What the fuck? We're doing Superman shit. I'm gonna bend some rebar. Gotta build a house later. We'll lay some foundation. Can, a little. Do you think pit. that's real rebar? Can they? Can you really bend rebar? Uh, I have. That's really thin. So it's yeah. not like this thick stuff. In no. There, no. Anyways, you get the point. They're yes. fucking nuts. I, I don't. 
I'm not sure what kind of training this is. It's it looks stupid. I, I sent you an email for my knowledge. You did? Yeah, because oh. it's an Instagram. I can't open it up. Of oh. course, on my 1948 laptop over here. MMA fight ends in jaw dropping fashion. No, no, that's me. That's me emailing myself. Uh, weird. I emailed myself a bunch of shit. I don't remember. So Diego Sanchez has been doing some neck exercises apparently. Okay, let's take a look. And uh, how, how does this look for you? Why is he pulling uh, like 40, 50, was this 135 pounds <laughs> with this, with his head? Is this the Kane Velasquez school of strength and conditioning? Like, I don't, I don't get what we're doing here. Fire bells. Um, we're doggy style, walking backwards, like 50 yards, dragging shit with our neck. I'm wondering what muscle is that possibly working? If they have machines, like you can sit in there and just work the neck. You don't have to be like, just think of all your vertebrae, like I getting like yanked. Yeah, it's bad for the spine. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not thinking this is gonna be good for him long-term. Is, is he at AKA now? I don't know. But this is, you should call Tito Ortiz and talk to him about his spinal fusion problem. Because this is, this is how this kind of shit happens. You like fracture some kind of thing back here. I'm sure it'll all work out. I'm sure it's totally good and healthy. He's, I'm sure he's yelling, yes! Yes! Little time doing so cartwheels, whacking off. Oh, man. So People good. are nuts. This training shit is It'll all work out. We're turning into pumpkins as we speak. Midnight, right on the dot. Yep. Level one. Shut it down. That has been this week's edition of MMA Nuts. My name is Ingo Weigel. Matt Groweth. Thanks for playing.